Hey everyone, it's Peter Rosenberg from Cheap Heat. Join me and the fearless, physically large stat guy, Greg, and of course, Super Agent 35 under 35 Dipperstein as we tackle the biggest stories in pro wrestling each and every week. To hear us, follow the Ringer Wrestling Show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Pondering the Bagel with Tom. Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. Classic. Iconic. The gold standard of foreign objects in professional wrestling. Today on International Objects, we're talking about the steel chair. A common thing you may have seen at the cookout or church basement, the precursor to the modern chair was created in 1947 by inventor Frederick Arnold. In the 1950s and 60s, hardcore wrestling pioneer Wild Bull Curry frequently used a chair in his matches, and ever since then, the notion of the steel chair struck terror in the hearts of men and women in the squared circle. And even though the term steel is a bit of a misnomer, as the chairs are about 90% aluminum, it doesn't mean it hurts any less. Quote a line from the TV show Seinfeld, yes, they're real, and they're spectacular. Who could forget that iconic moment in Eastern Championship Wrestling where Cactus Jack and Terry Funk are throwing a mountain of them in a match in August of 1994? Or that brutal WWF title match between The Rock and Mankind at the 1999 Royal Rumble? Or what about that premium live event, tables, ladders, and, well, you get the idea. So whether you're a fan of Edge and his concerto, or Sean Spears calling himself the chairman, know that with every swing, you're witnessing history. And now, Mac Mania. <laughs> oh, yes, it is that time. Mac Mania Podcast. Evan Mack in the building, fresh off of his prediction that the L.A. Rams was going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, Evan, you think I'm joshing? Oh, I placed a bet on BetMGM. We didn't get a sponsorship, but I placed a bet in October. All you haters can kick rocks. But Evan, how much did you win? Well, I was broke at the time, so it was only $20. But I hit! <laughs> I wish I could have my chest puffed out a little bit more, but I was broke. I said, man, we can't do something, but I'm a, I'm a cautious gambler. We had rent due. So all I could do was lay down $20. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't as much as it could be. But welcome to the Mac Mania Podcast. Jack Farmer, Flobo Boys, Brian H. Waters in the building. Guys, we got a lot of things going on. Got Elimination Chamber going but there was some news that Brian H. Waters broke while he was refreshing his internet connection. I was like, how the hell he do that? <laughs> Magic. Jack, can you take yeah. it away, brother? Yeah, refreshing your internet connection. I think you were just checking your social media, apparently. I was like, how the hell he did it? Wow. 
Wow. He captured the multiverse. I'm calling you out. The multiverse of madness, brother. It was it was too Brian Waters. Our intrepid producer here, Brian Waters, he sent us a social media post from AEW. That's at AEW on social media. That. Tony Khan sent out a message thanking Cody and Brandy Rhodes and saying they were an integral part of the launch of AEW and um, that he wishes them both the best as they move on from AEW. Uh, so this would imply, if as I'm reading this, that Cody Rhodes, they said he's been, been wrestling without a contract for a while, that he and Brandy are stepping away from AEW. I don't know what your guys' takes are on this, but personally, I mean, we just got this. Not a lot of time to digest it. I don't know this. I don't know how this is going to age. I feel like there's some shenanigans here. I don't. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know what your uh, buy-in here is. Maybe they are taking a step away, but if they are, I think it's more for the Go Big Show and roads to the top and all that good stuff. I have a feeling they'll be back in AEW sooner or later. But what say you guys? So, so I, I. I we, when when Ryan gave us to us and you were talking, and you said you feel shenanigans. I it's not like I can disagree because it just broke. So my my question back to you, Jack, is um what if if it's if it's on that old bull like to to what end? You know what I mean. So give me like a scenario of why you don't believe mm-hmm. in shenanigans. It can't be just for reality show, could it? I think it's I, whether or not they're stepping away for a little bit just so they can take a quick break. Whether or not they're just trying to maybe film something else. Uh, I don't, I, I think maybe they will step away, but I, I don't know if it's like they're done with pro wrestling and they're moving on to, I don't, I wouldn't be holding my breath for Cody showing up in WWE anytime soon or no. anything like that. I, I think Stardust? This is, I think this is just them taking a break. Uh, and stepping I'm away from start a little bit. <laughs> hey, I gotta put some respect on Stardust's name. I'm tired of all y'all haters. <laughs> I'm a big no, fan. Listen, Talk about listen to like, gimmick. Now listen now. Now that for all you haters and all the underwashing masses listening to this, that is the forbidden door opening. That right there, Cody coming back with this, with 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 a boot thing. Now, but see, that's just me acting acting stupid on a Tuesday. Morning. Oh, but um, but, yeah. but what, what do you think, Flo? Is this is this real? Taking it to the bank? You taking about the word? You think it's? You think you would put a press release out to kayfabe it up? Well, I can't imagine anyone, Michael Cole, be like, it's Eden Styles and Cody Rhodes <laughs> back on Saturday SmackDown. <laughs> Look, I don't, I don't think it's shenanigans in that way because Cody's been synonymous with the brand. There is a small sliver of the audience that feels like Cody built it himself. Uh, I think worthy of a press release means that they're pretty I much built done. AW. I'm like, eh. I mean, you need investment, but that's besides the point, right? <laughs> he built the rings with his bare hands. I'm like, I love you, but... Hey, you know, you got the little chair, you smashed it. it I think Tony has a little bit to do with it. I mean, I will say in Cody's defense, he did put his money up to do all in and he did start some facts. I want to give him him some credit. Give him some, give him some flowers. Give him a little, give him a tulip. Don't give him no roses. Give him a, give him a, tulips are the the most underrated flower. You want to shock a lady? Give her a tulip. Give her a lily. Give her a orchid. Plus the word tulip is just fun to say. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone listening, man, I know it's past Valentine's Day, but you'd be surprised if you bring some tulips. I'm just saying, here's man. What Bring do, it, man. Here's, what I, here's, a, here's, a, here's a romantic tip for y'all, man. In your calendar, pick a number between seven and twenty-eight, and give it something very generic like garbage bill as a reminder to yourself to do something romantic. Like so, when you do that, get those Ooh. tulips, get those orchids, and you will be in there like 
Blair. This podcast gives you everything. <laughs> it gives it gives you so much that I called it a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, this right. podcast gives you everything. It gives you relationship advice. It gives you press releases yeah. from AEW. Yeah. Listen, y'all, but it, 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 it give, and it gives you four gentlemen that just love wrestling. Yeah. Listen, mm-hmm. listen, listen. Um, mm-hmm. did I say shout out to the LA Rams? Yo, shout out to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I, I don't Soup. I don't think it's Cooper, Cooper, that Cooper, way, Cooper. No, no, Virginia but listen, subject. No. Virginia subject. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, no, it's no, no so, what, do you, what do you think, though? Brian, Brian, what do you think? To, to Jack's point, to, to Jack's point, it's it's a good thought. Why not? You know, but do you think that you think it's legit? I'm a, I'm a sucker for press releases. Home. It's time oh, to snap. come home. Oh, snap. You make all this talk about Cody Japan, To Japan, you mean? Japan? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's three letters, the WWE, and this is why. Cody Rose was born with a silver spoon in his mouth in the world facts. of professional wrestling. Oh, facts. He did not have to go through the indies, and there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody didn't. But he was born because he is the grandson of a plumber. So, therefore, now is the time. Look, he went out there, he played, you know, it's kind of like LeBron James, right? He was in Cleveland, the Ohio area, all his life. This is this is ridiculous. Then <laughs> he went to Miami for a few years. This and is then a it was long, time to come back home. to get to something that's not going to happen. This is ridiculous. <laughs> when, when, when he shows up, whether it's at WrestleMania, I mean, for all intents and purposes, he could show up in Saudi Arabia. But <clears throat> he could. There's nothing like, and now he's a bigger star than he was before. And Evan, I know, I know you love you some stardust. I know Flobo just brought up Eden Styles. But could you imagine Brandy Rhodes and Cody Rhodes just showing up, challenging, you know, let's say one of Cody's good, close friends. Tony D'Angelo. Yeah, all right. (laughs) You know, we're talking about the it couple. You know, there's endless possibilities. There really is. And, and this really the, is the best part. This happened, like this news happened while we were preparing for the show as Jack broke the fourth Ooh. wall. And yeah. I, I, you know, <laughs> shout out to Cassius because he was like, he just sent it to me. I said, look, blessing in disguise. My internet wasn't right. And I had to hit Cassius, the reset button. rocking. Appreciate <laughs> yeah. you, bro. Hey, right. <laughs> True story. Best in the world. <clears throat> so we... Now this comes in, we didn't have a lot of time to unpack it. So you're getting our immediate <laughs> thoughts. And we're the first on the Ringer Wrestling feed to give you that. But, I, mm-hmm. you know, y'all saying, you know, maybe he's just going to do Hollywood or stuff. And I'm thinking he's going back home to the WWE. Uh, why not? Listen, this is why this is why this is this is why I don't like speculation. Everyone wonders why we don't drop some dirt sheet news on Black <laughs> Media Punk. It's not because I don't like talking about drama or oh, you guys are just shills to the product. I don't know. I would just say as <laughs> as you know, I'm just saying as as it as it's that sounds I call just it, like him. <laughs> That's wow. my interpretation. That's my interpretation of people that be saying that, that kind of dumb stuff. Like there's no, I learned this from my my one of my professors, you know, that that in my school, he was like it's called journalistic integrity. I just can't because it does it, if, it, if it hasn't happened, it hasn't been substantiated, then I can't talk about it. But it, and this did, but this is this is the real reason why. Because people like Brian Waters get me excited. <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see like Cody versus Cesaro. Like come on, who would who the hell wouldn't want to watch that? Like yeah. seriously, man. Like I would love to see that. And he thinks it's gonna happen because of a press release. And this is the stuff that gets on my nerves. <laughs> Cause it ain't gonna happen, Brandon Waters. Nah. I don't think I don't think so. But if it does happen, if everyone's so <laughs> entrenched with their brands these days, it's kind of like, oh well, Cesaro's I would love it Cody to happen. The same. <laughs> you know? All right, I think we about to have I mean, a I'm, special guest, y'all. 
<laughs> Are you joking right now? Um, <laughs> somebody popping in the zoo? Yeah. Tick off Cody Rhodes. Is he coming? <laughs> yeah. That'd be funny because like, we, we still we recording right now. We live. Yeah. Yeah. You see it's almost like a live tape. You know? yeah, I know, right? oh, I'd be like, yo, listen, Cody. I love, but I love Cody. Listen, don't know about yeah. any, any. Listen, with, with all due respect, um, in all seriousness, as we as we as we as we go through the podcast, as we talk and we go through these this um, talk about the chamber. Um, I went I went down to Vegas for for their day for that debut. And I was there. I was there. I was there in the seat. I was. I was in damn near, damn near the front row. And it was because of Cody. It was because of Cody and his brother having that match. That was worth the whole price of admission for me. Fair enough. You know what I mean? And and it did not disappoint. You know what I mean? So Cody, I've always been a big Cody fan. I was always the one that think he was one of the most misused wrestlers in WWE. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just because I because I because I'm a I'm a sucker for I'm a sucker for his dad. You know, and I know what he brings to the table, and I, and I thought he was doing, I, and I thought it was a, a, a travesty that he didn't get to have a match with his brother at WrestleMania. You know, Gold does versus Stardust. You know what I mean? Because I think it would have been really great that it told the story in the ring. It'd have been great, but I got the match I wanted to get with the AW. You know what I mean? So, so I hope all of this leads to him coming back to the E. Yeah, I said it, people. Out nah, there. no. I want to know. Yes, yes, Jack. I hate that. That's like someone who gets cheated on constantly. They move on, <laughs> find someone new, fall in love, and then they go, "I'm going to go back to the person that cheated on me." Like it's a real life. WWE didn't cheat. I mean, they, he left because he wanted to go go his own way. He wasn't happy Brian with what they were doing. Brian is not happy about what you said. Right suddenly, now. go. Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna come crawling back to them. Look, it's a business. He was he was, he was look, walking look, back. Look, I get it. Yeah, I get. Look, at back. the end of the day, it's it's about like if they're paying you. Yeah, they're paying you. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not judging. I'm not judging any of that. I mean, get that money. But I'm just saying, as a spectator with no skin in the game. I would be a little bummed out if someone who made I know this big saying. deal about leaving ended up coming right back as soon I know as saying. they were good but, enough. Okay, so I'm I'm with you, Jack, and I agree with you. I don't think he's coming back. But if you bet on yourself and and you mm-hmm. win, wouldn't you want to gloat? He did like, win. I was he a did win. Now I'm chic. That Jenny Jones Ricky Lake era, you know, I'm Jerry Springer. Why not? Like right, that's a deep and, cut. Yeah, I'm old man. If you go, if you go out, <laughs> I mean, imagine. All right, Lord, here we go. Oh, we got a guest. Is this a joke? This is not a joke. We have a special oh. guest. Oh, no. Oh, I'm good. Lil, bring him on. <laughs> oh, I'm good. Oh, dang. Is it Bobby Lashley again? He's great. <laughs> there he is, folks. What is it? What is it? What is it? Listen, uh, hold on. Shoemaker, what's going on? You popping on live. Am I getting fired? Oh, yeah. Are we getting fired? That would suck. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you coming on the fire right now? <laughs> He's like, stop even, down right now. Even more breaking news. Oh. Stardust music <laughs> drop. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Hey. Nice to see I'm you. I'm so excited. Nervous. This is my first ever holy shit breaking news. Let me jump into someone else's podcast appearance. <laughs> this, is, this is the craziest thing that's ever happened. Yo, What's we got on? listen. We got David Shoemaker on the podcast. I thought Brian was messing around. We do have a special guest on here. Listen, I just hope he ain't coming on the fire this whole lot. I hope David Shoemaker. <laughs> we needed a ratings boost, so Shoemaker's coming through yeah. here, man. I'm clutching both cheeks. Are we getting fired for real? For real? He <laughs> might. He might. He, he might. He might <laughs> not. Like, he, he might not get yeah. the demeanor. But this dude is the cream. He the cream. He the cream yeah. of the cup, brother. He does it <laughs> all. Shoemaker's oh coming on God. here to say I, Cody and Brandy aren't the only ones who are saying goodbye to you. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I, get, I don't know what you guys have been up to today. I start, like, literally 25 minutes ago, I was texting pictures of, of Jimmy Snuka and Ricky Steamboat in a bodybuilding competition in 1979. That's so embarrassing to say, but I was, I, I was so far removed from Cody Rhodes potentially leaving AEW 
<laughs> and like within the span of like 15 seconds, I went from like bad texts about 1979 wrestling to holy shit, the wrestling world has just changed. This is, this is enormous. This is really, really big deal. <laughs> okay, so 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 what you're saying right now is crazy because we just talked about it a, a little bit. Jack thinks it's it's all it's shenanigans. shenanigans. He's calling shenanigans. Shoemaker's excited. Mm. Jack says, "Nay, what say you? Is it I, is it a work? Is it a work? Is it a work?" Oh man, it is. Uh, listen, I'm looking right now. I don't have any reason to believe this is a work. And by the way, interesting. We are also. I mean, it might turn out to be a work, right? But but the but the but we are also work jaded. In pro wrestling right now, That's so true. Mm-hmm. It's like Shane McMahon gets like frog marched out of WWE headquarters, and people are like, "I don't know, maybe, maybe that's a work. They shouldn't have a big WrestleMania match." I got, I got to preface it. I didn't just say it was a giant work. I was saying there were shenanigans. He may be actually leaving for a bit, but I think. But he'll I be know what you're saying. Right back, it's not. Like, I don't think this is him saying WrestleMania is right around the corner. <laughs> Undertaker, what are you doing in Ooh, Texas? I don't, I, don't, I don't. I'm saying I don't think all that is happening. Power you may be I know away, but I, I don't think it necessarily means. I don't. We're, I don't think it necessarily. I think if anything, we may see him take like a Matt Cardona route where he starts doing some other shows for a little bit the before backpedaling right now. But I don't think, I don't think <laughs> this is a. I don't think this is a big Dude. like. Oh my God, where is he going to be tomorrow? I know what you're saying. Yeah. I know what you're saying. This yeah. is, this is, listen, I'm, listen. Listen, this, I'm going to tell you right now. This is real. This is real. Okay. Cody, I mean, I'll stake my, my non-existent reputation on this. <laughs> <laughs> this is Co- big. Cody Rhodes is going to be at WrestleMania. Oh. Did you- oh my, way. <laughs> now, 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 hold on, Shemaker. Would you be like having to put $20 on it? And, and, and Dude, okay. I, just staked, I just staked my reputation, so like twenty dollars would be an easy way out of this loss so, if I'm wrong. But twenty so bucks how, is so, fine by me. Twenty bucks so is how worth long, way how more long than is my the, reputation. But but how long is the statute? How long will the statute be of us ridiculing you? Could we get like a month of ridicule? Could we get like a year of ridicule? No, I'm gonna how I'm long? gonna I'm I don't have it hundred percent right now, but I'm gonna have it hundred percent before this podcast goes live. And if I'm wrong, I'm just gonna disappear the entire show into the black hole. So you'll <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, you can ridicule me forever. I think this is, uh, guys, if this is real, let's just talk in hypotheticals. If this yeah, is real, this is what, what, what do we know? What, what is it? What are the past 24 hours taught us more than anything? WWE, I mean, who knows if this is a new realization, but WWE is very aware that there's some missing major matches at WrestleMania and that there's probably no price too high. Oh, absolutely. To sell out that stadium two nights in a row. Here are the, here are the, here are the th- like three things that happened just in the, not even 24, in the past like 15 hours. One, WWE's Twitter account sent out a Valentine's special that said you get two for one tickets to WrestleMania. Someone pointed it out and made fun of them and they pulled the ad down, right? Damn. <laughs> so that, uh, Damn. Two, Kevin Owens goes out and cuts his promo that has the entire world saying Stone Cold Steve Austin's coming back at WrestleMania. Now, I have like... I don't know. I don't know. I'll I will say I will mind. say this. The hard the, the biggest thing for me to get past beyond when it comes to Austin is like if he could wrestle, why is he why is he waited this long to wrestle? Or or even, you know, why, you know, like like why risk it at this point? I will say this. For people who grew up in Texas, and I went to high school and college in Texas, for people from Texas, the idea of helping sell out Cowboys Stadium is actually the biggest possible thing you could ever want to do. Right. So, mm. like, if you're going to come back at the age of 50 or whatever, 
that's when you come back. Oh, okay. Okay. It would make some sense, right? Like this would be the biggest, this would be the biggest possible deal for Austin. This would be like, well, I don't even know what the equivalent for The Rock. We keep t- it's bigger than The Rock in LA, right? This would be like if The Rock got to wrestle at a WrestleMania oh, yep. that was also the the world premiere of Hobbs and Shaw 2 or something. Like it was Hobbs and Shaw 2. Listen, man, I was I was I was thoroughly entertained with Hobbs and Shaw. For a man that doesn't rock with the fast oh, franchise, I, I, I was a big so fan. I, it was yeah. I got a I got a Roman Reigns um sighting, but I was good. The so, more unnecessary a movie is, the more I probably like it. <laughs> no, listen, on which you I put I had it on the rundown. I was thinking about it. I said I'm like getting the speculation, but when I seen that, but it's it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's the one person I would bring speculation forward. I would talk about this the mere thought, just the mere, just the mere whisper, the yeah. mere whisper of Stone Cold coming back at, at any point in time. But so, but so WWE's I'm down. But so WWE is trying to move tickets. There's now all of a sudden there's Austin rumors. I'm and down. then what do you know? Cody Rhodes, AEW says Cody Rhodes is gone. Hey, Cody Rhodes, thanks AEW for his time there. AEW, thanks Cody Rhodes. This is like a real, uh, it could be a work, but I think that the one thing that we know from, and, and listen, Tony Khan's going to work us. I mean, that's that's a thing. I, don't get mm. me wrong, but. He's working me right now. But public <laughs> but public letterhead press releases, it's really, in 20, in, in the corporate world that these people travel in, I don't know that's that you so put out true. a corporate press release. It's just like, we fired somebody and you didn't. Like, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe yeah, they yeah, well, yeah, if you want, if you want me fooled, put out an official press release because it's just so, I, I just hold it in high regard. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, press releases just have so much cash. Yeah, letterheads are a big deal. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I know that letterhead with that emblem at the top, like, wait a minute, they got you, boy. <laughs> Jack's calling mini, he's calling mini shenanigans. He doesn't know to what extent, but he's calling shenanigans. I like that he's calling well, shenanigans yeah. because. I, I think that yeah. I th- no sorry go ahead go ahead no no just because just yeah. because it's like we all can't be we gotta have some we gotta have uh, somebody as a curmudgeon yeah. we gotta have somebody wait, that you wait, say, we have to we have to, we have to, you know what I mean yeah yeah somebody like, wait, hi, hi, hi. I prefer analytical I prefer <laughs> <laughs> yeah, curmudgeon yeah I prefer- an analytical curmudgeon <laughs> fine so I don't I don't mind Get that I don't mind lawn. that at all. <laughs> You're like, no, he's coming back. He's coming back. No. He's taking a break. He's going on vacation. <laughs> uh, I like it. But uh, yeah, yeah I, ideally it could be fun, obviously, like the, the dream building of it. But uh, yeah, I guess I'm a curmudgeon. But to the Stone Cold point, uh, Shoemaker, I want to ask you, Bro. I want to ask you something. You got the idea of Stone Cold having one more match here in Texas, WrestleMania. You buy a ticket, you show up, and then they go, Welcome to the Boneyard. Here's a video. What do you do? I I don't know, man. I've heard some Undertakery rumbles, but you hear him and you're just like, well, he's going to open the show because he's the Undertaker because it's Texas, right? So you never, you, I, I don't know. I, 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 have a, I have a hard time imagining the Boneyard's going to be there, but I love the man, Boneyard. If you would, but if you, would ask, if you would ask me, if you would ask me 24 hours ago, I, I would have said that's more likely than Austin coming back, right? So, Hold mm-hmm. on. One second, guys. Keep going. I got to take a call. Hold on. Oh, damn. It's probably Cody Rhodes. <laughs> like, yo, you talking rumors about me? Man. No, but yeah, but guys, to get to, it's a lot of, lot of things going on, man. Pleasant surprise by Shoemaker popping on. Welcome to the podcast. Real talk. I thought he was going to fire us live on air. I thought so too. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Don't act like I don't think we cooking right now, but I'm just, you never know. It's, it's, it was weird. Y'all got to understand my, where my, you got to understand where brother's at, where his headspace is at. You know, that I mentioned that LA Rams won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so all you haters Ooh. out there, it's the year of the tiger. I go, y'all don't even follow that. <laughs> can, can I say Shut something? Up. I'm going to break one more fourth wall. Or maybe the fourth wall through text message. Jack. Kick through um, it, baby. <laughs> you know, now with Cody Rhodes making this announcement, I think 
the possibility of your AEW surpassing Raw one week in the ratings? Not likely to happen, brother. Oh! Uh, honestly, this is I feel like this is my last week for it to happen because they're on sci-fi. They, Raw was on sci-fi. It was Valentine's Day. It was day after Super Bowl. If if they post a decent number for this week, then I think I'm done for. I Dang. just I I respectfully disagree, Jack. I actually think you still have a shot because we still have, we have a whole year. There's there's signings that could be ha- happening. There could be stuff that there's you know what I mean. There could be things going on down the road. Some big names, no. you know what I'm saying. I'm just saying. There's no. There's no. There's no. You can have George Washington all elite. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> so, well, been, so, I feel like we say that every couple months, and they sign someone new, but it's. I, I, I how think deep re- is your listen? The we, listen, we, is, I, it's Tony Khan. How deep your pockets? <laughs> no, I'm asking because uh, do you have any for me? I could debut. I could be a big oh, star. Yeah. No. Uh, no, oh, no. I'm down. What you want me to do? Collar and elbow? Yeah. <laughs> you, Keith Lee could toss me across the ring. That would be but, no, but um, I'll take a bump. I think I'm a, uh, I'm a podcaster, y'all. I'm good. I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a lot easier for Raw's ratings to go down because of being on sci-fi than it is for any show to tack on an extra 700,000 viewers. Mm. I, you know. Fair enough. That's that's where that thought comes from. Brian go Brian just came in and just and just super kicked uh, Jack in the face talking about I just want to put something else out. Yo prediction you made Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> I think. I think. I think it's a strong possibility, though. It could happen. No joke. I'm serious. I'm. I'm, pull, I'm pulling for it because it could happen. But I was, as, as I as I move on and, and talk about all kinds of things that got me all excited, and got me all sidetracked and whatnot. I, I I know it was touched on a little bit by other, by other people, man. But I just wanted to get you guys' thoughts on on and Keith Lee's debut. Was it was it underwhelming? Was it all elite? What what did you did you like the way they they brought your boy in? Um, did you want it to be bigger? I know he's going to be at Revolution, so I think that's going to be the more important match for him. But what would you? What did you think of him um, seeing Keith Lee? Not about being surprised, but what did you think about him coming out flobito.com? Look, man, everyone knows the the Bearcat era, and everyone liked to see Keith Lee be back to where he was, wearing the tights yep. he knows, his theme song. He's not rapping on it, thank goodness for a change. That one gives the professionals. Uh, the question Lobo now hates because- that Keith Lee rap song, yo. Yeah. <laughs> have to be on your own track. It's going to change. He's going to be on his own. They're going to update it. <laughs> no. Um, but the question that, that remains is that Keith Lee has only, has only really done it for me when you give him 20 minutes. When you give him 25 minutes, really okay. brill you in. Uh, there's not much of a problem with AEW because the matches tend to be a little bit longer with their time limit draws. But, I mean, can Keith Lee work in seven-minute matches? Can he work with a three-minute match? And those are things not about his skill or talent. I'm talking about connecting with the audience. So that means needs to be seen. Debut was all right. It was on point. Loved it. Showed what he can do. Poor Isaiah Cassidy got ragdolled. Uh, but I still have questions long-term. I love okay. this. I love okay. it. I, you know, okay. I, uh, I felt like when I was watching this, Keith, this reminded me of Brock Lesnar taking on the Hardy Boys back when Brock Lesnar wow, was a stronger person. Yeah. Uh, where he came out, and I think Private Party, to their credit, is the perfect tag team for him to run through. I think they did an amazing job here, but to make him making him look good. Yeah. yeah, they they did exactly what they were supposed to do. He looked incredible in that match, and I, I think sometimes people, when they fantasy book stuff like Keith Lee, they're like. He should debut and win the title in, in his first day. And not always. I, I don't I think that's fun to, as Evan, your line, upset the apple cart. But 
the reality is AEW is a slow burn company. It, they don't like to do things that just change everything all in Yeah, one they put match. too much stuff in the crock pot, though, Jack. I, they oh, put too much stuff uh, in the crock pot. So, you can't put everything in the crock pot. You I'm can't put saying, everything in the crock I'm not, pot. I'm not it's true, it's true. I'm one thing or saying it's the right way, the wrong way, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that's how it is. That's what they do. And gotcha. so this is perfect. He's got himself into a match, which could get him. It's the brass ring. I think that's a title shot. I can't I remember. I think you're right about uh, that. I can't exactly remember, but he's, he's positioned to do well. And I he, think that this, he's going to be one of those guys probably come summertime is in a situation where he's looking at a major title. I think so. I, I think, well, okay, listen, I think that I agree with the second half uh, of what Jack said. That I, that I do think that like, he's going it, to, it'll all, it's all going to be fine. Right, he's going to end up in a really good position. Tony Khan knows what he has. It's a good. I mean, and Keith Keith Lee's talent is undeniable. I don't it have is. any. I don't have any doubt about Tony Khan's like long term vision. I just have. I just didn't love the debut because it basically, I don't mind it. But you're right. You can't shotgun everybody in the main event, but you could shotgun Keith Lee in the main event. I mean, it would have been really easy to say, "Hey, Adam, you don't. We're just going to take you out of this this moment at the end of the at the end of the show and put our new signing Keith Lee into it because he weighs four hundred pounds more than you and he's got about seven inches on you and it's a good look, <laughs> right? But but he's but he but I mean and that, and that I mean it, I just think if you if there's it, it, you're allowed to pick your you're allowed to call your shots on occasion, right? right? You right. can pick one guy and be like. But anyway, my bigger thing was about the optics of it, right? To say because I mean I said this on on the Mass Man Show. Plug. Tony Khan said that he didn't sign Jay White until Sunday, right? The, all, all of that big talk leading up to this episode was apparently about Keith Lee. And if you're doing all that big talk, why are you talking so big about a dude who is going to wrestle in a short match to earn his way in to a turn to a ladder match to er, to potentially earn a TNT title shot, which is a which is a title that people call out call the champ out to have matches for. You don't have to you don't have to earn anything to get a TNT title shot. Keith Lee, should, Keith Lee should walk in the door and get a TNT title shot. So it's just like, if, if it's that big of a deal, then make his make his debut that big of a deal. That's it. Like, I, I don't know. But in their I think defense, it's, I mean, they did say his debut would be in this match, this kind of match. So it was part of the big hype, though. Right. That was, well, it seemed like there might have been more than one thing that they were hyping, that Tony was hyping on the lead up. But apparently this was the only thing. I just thought there would be something bigger. But anyway, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just want to say, I'm sorry to keep hijacking the show. I just got off the phone with somebody mm -hmm. who knows, who somebody with who said with a with with a great deal, I, forget it, it's 100%. Cody Rhodes is gone from AEW and he is in deep discussions with WWE. By the time Get this the podcast- Don't listen, Shoemaker, I'm trying to establish credibility by on the By the time this show. podcast comes out, Sean Ross Sapp's probably reported this for like the past two hours, but- Don't, don't, as he, he, we're be, recording he be stealing, this, he be stealing reports. Don't be putting them over. As we're recording this, he is, th th this is, this is breaking news and yeah, it's, it's a done deal, man. Wait a minute. I, listen, I, first, of all, heads, man. first of all, I appreciate this, actually. this Because that's what we call, that's sources. He got on the phone and did sources. You see what I'm saying? So I appreciate it. This is crazy. If this dude shows up at WrestleMania, I'm telling you right now, we coming back to this podcast. I'm going to be like, are you kidding me? I, it you happened? Know, you know what? It, we, how much money do you think it would take to get Stone Cold Steve Austin out of retirement? Flobo. Three million. Oh, I think that's low. Uh, well, maybe. You know, here's the thing. Three million would probably get anybody out of retirement. How much money? Yeah. But how much money could you get from Vince McMahon? Oh, to come out? Uh, ten, closer ten to ten, yeah. Right. If Stone Cold Steve Austin is worth that much, and he probably is, and he this is. is all hypothetical, I have zero sourcing or anything on this. How much money do you think it's worth to Vince McMahon 
to get the founder of AEW to come crawling back with the tail with his tail between his legs. Oh, for me, twenty million. Bro, I like, mean, I, how, I, mu- I'd how pay much twenty money, million dollars? If for Cody that. walks in the door and he's like, "You know what? I thought the grass was greener. I was wrong." I mean, that's going to be the perception. At least that's what. Look at Brian Bryce. That would be a big win I, for WWE. But no, no, I don't think I, he's going to. I don't think he's going to say that. But I think that WWE is going to say is going to think that like, or Vince is going to think that's going to be the perception, and that's what I'm paying for. Shoemaker, I don't like you coming on the show and making me wrong in my <laughs> within one episode. I don't. I don't appreciate. He did it in real time. He did. We went from like we went from we were some shenanigans to I have a source to it's hundred percent in like twenty minutes. Listen, I was gonna be. I, I would be doing this in green room, but none of you guys would be there to hang out with me. So I'm just here. I'm. I'm, I'm doing it here. This hey is man. I'll I love if you it. send me a text, baby. I'll come through. It's all good. <laughs> I'll be your friend. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. In all seriousness, man, I appreciate the news because we were we were speculating and that's, listen, y'all heard it here first, man. This is going down. They said the press release is accurate. Sources say old Cody Rose and Brian's like, he's coming back. Listen, as long as he comes back, it's odd. What's the, what's the chances? What's the chances of him going to Saudi Arabia? Oh. No, I don't. I don't think so. The money talks. Uh, Everybody's got. But the money, he's money, out of, does he's money, out of contract, so there's no, there's no like you know blowback for that. So, but it this be, is no Saudi I, Arabia. I, I think like Goldust is the one that would be over in Saudi Arabia, right? Though they, I mean, their their teams like they always want to get like the '90s stars back. That's yeah. true. <laughs> oh, they love nostalgia over there. They probably wouldn't know who Cody Rhodes is. They would say. I I was watching. But uh, in twenty years, say, look out. I was watching the St. Valentine's Day Massacre last night, just like oh, it was awesome. on in the room, Classic. and Goldust had a match against Blue Dust, the Blue Meanie, and oh, I, that's right. And he won the match, and then but hadn't done Shattered Dreams, and then the crowd, like the crowd, was so like was chanting for Shattered <laughs> Dreams. So after the match, he set up the Blue Meanie in the corner to kick him in the balls. Like that's how over. That move, was guys. Back then. It's why so does every? I love how everyone gets so excited about kicking somebody else in the testicles. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Any somebody else's, it's somebody true. else's jewels is all good, but you want a chance to put somebody else in the hospital. You fans ain't right. <laughs> somebody else's jewels. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good to grab somebody else's jewels and throw them around. Oh, what do you, so what do you guys product. think? Who, who's Cody Rhodes fight at WrestleMania if he's there? I'm listen. I want Cesaro, but that don't make no sense to anybody. But that's what I want. The Miz. I'm, I'm thinking about a good old. I'm talking about a good it wrestling the match. Miz. The, Miz, the Miz is always the guy. He's a sacrificial lamb when, when it comes to stuff. Like I can see him getting beat by Bad Bunny this year, one on one. You know, yeah, you know, yeah. you, you know what I mean. Like, but um, that's a sacrificial lamb. Uh, listen, you if you want me, if you want my opinion, I want Roman Reigns straight up. I, I want Cody to kill Edge, uh, destroy him. The man. <laughs> Just run through them. <laughs> we back, Randy. I think if, if, if we're just putting together dream matches, I think the one that would be the best is Seth Rollins versus Cody cool. Rhodes. Yeah. Tear, the, tear the house down. Yeah. Tear the house down. I think their uh, promos, I think their match, I think that that would be, I don't know if that'd be the biggest. And I think they would break the, the fourth wall a little bit. I think bit. that would be the biggest, like, oh, Seth would eat them alive. story. I think they would break the company wall a little bit and just, you know, and they, they, would, they would, I think they would play around with, you know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you left for you know. You know what I mean? I think Seth would push it a little bit, so I think it would make for good product. Yeah, I don't think they can avoid. I don't think. I, I think that's going to be on the table. Sort of fourth wall, bend it, whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, they work, have to work at least bend is, it. There, there's no way. I mean, that could that would be the case with whoever it is. I mean, everybody's going to be begging for like a Cody Triple H match, but I don't think Hunter is in the shape to do that right now. So who knows? But <sighs> that um, would be crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but like with Cody, it's gonna be. It would be interesting to see what they do, only because it's like 
It's like if CM Punk had come back to WWE or anything like that, like the 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 spectrum is really wide, right? You could do Cody Rhodes versus Vince McMahon in a street fight at WrestleMania. You could also do Cody Rhodes versus The Miz and, you know, it's like the second match on the card. Like it's there it's it he'll probably come back to a big moment. What they do with them after that, I guess is the big question. I think the interesting thing to me is despite the dog collar matches and all that kind of stuff, Cody Rhodes sort of was the most WWE thing in AEW, right? So I mean he he mm. he he was he was running a gimmick that could be mm. that would that is not maybe not what we see on WWE Raw every week, but it's very WWE friendly, you know? Mm. Uh and I don't know. I mean I think that he's I, I think that he's you know, he's not a five-star every night, night in, night out guy, but talk about him with Seth Rollins makes my mouth water, you know? Like, he can he can, he can, he can be a dance partner on the way to a four-and-a-half-star four match. So, I don't know, man. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of potential there. I hope that they... I hope that if they, you know, open up the wallet for him, that they, you know, keep him on top because that is a certifiable star. If you treat him like a star at this point, he's, he's a star. And what WWE needs more than anything is, like, five legitimate stars. You know, Flobo, you're shaking your head. I'm saying people, what, what? The people listening to the podcast don't know your head shaking, <laughs> but I see your head shaking. So explain yourself. I mean, what if we're just getting ahead of ourselves, right? If, if Cody we has, are, that's the problem. I'm getting too excited. If there's deep negotiations, these times with Japan, we all look like losers, right? <laughs> like, whoops. You know, like he doesn't have to go every day. He's in his prime. Yeah, sure. But, you know, being a WWE star, now you have the part time aspect with some of the talent, mm -hmm. but maybe there is a kind of like, you know, I want to see the other half of the world. I want to see how Japan has changed since I left the last time. There's still that. They're still taking a break. They're still leading into having online thermoses. <laughs> Why not? And, and by the way, you can do that after you cash your check to show up at WrestleMania for $5 million. Yeah, you know, you yeah, can yeah, go yeah, do yeah. whatever you want to do. It's only, it's April's right around the corner. Yeah. You go, right? Take, take a nice little plane to Tokyo. Fair yeah. enough. It's going to, it's, it's, I don't know. I mean, I think that, I think that this is, that this is, um, you know, it's really big in the moment. We'll see how it plays out. We'll see if it actually, you know, comes to fruition. But Cody is definitely was 100% gone from AEW, and he's 100% steering that American Dream pickup truck towards Stanford. It is. So we'll 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 see. I mean, it does. All it times, does, baby. It does put a, a bow on just how big it is that potentially Cody Rhodes could go to WWE when Stone Cold is in talks, and we have hardly touched on that. At all to talk about Cody because Rose. because I told you that's the one thing I said I, we're going to talk about a little because I can't get too excited because this I got to I got to try to keep things grounded on this show because I almost lost my I was like I typed and deleted like ten times because <laughs> don't go don't come back I'm probably going to cry man because we might be down in Texas for WrestleMania and that would be a very very big moment for myself you know what I mean I'm very selfish so I really yeah. want to see the glass break him come and have a collar and elbow and not just stun someone randomly throw a couple middle fingers up and get some beer if he literally has a ten minute match it will be it will literally be the culmination of everything that you know nostalgia to me always wins. I love that's it. Like, that's like a, that's like a slogan of mine. I'd get that tattooed if it's nostalgia always wins. Yeah, that's just and the glass breaking is going to be one of the greatest moments of all of our lives. And let's just hope yeah. there's no like tailbone breaking that comes afterwards. That's gonna, that's the <laughs> that's the only <laughs> the only thing. That's the tension of watching these legends perform, right? It's just like like I love this so much, but like anything, there could be some bad stuff that would come out of this. But yeah, no, right. I think that it'll be. I think ten minutes is probably. 
on the high end. I don't think anybody, I don't think any legends are going to come replicate Shawn Michaels holding down a tag team match with, without a partner, you know, in Saudi Arabia <laughs> at the age of whatever he was at. Freaking monster. That's, that's the bar. No one's hitting the bar. But Steve Austin, I mean, listen, the prime of Steve Austin's career, he could barely wrestle, right? I mean, like the moment, the times where he was at his absolute peak, he was healthy. I'm for not going to let you get away with that. No, he was, he, was healthy, <laughs> he was healthy for about 18 months of his like yeah. five years on top. You know, yeah, I mean, like what, he, he knows how to work safe. He knows how to work he careful. Really he knows how to get through the whole thing. So, and somebody's already passing around gifts of him, like taking back bumps on this, whatever his reality show was called. Like he can work a little. I mean, listen, that would be so much fun. I would, I'm here. I, I am such a Evan, to your point, the nostalgia guy. I love it. I don't care. Undertaker wants to come back, bring him back. Shawn Michaels wants to come back, bring him back. If I just Stone don't Cold, want them hurt. They'll they'll figure it out. I want to hear the glass. <laughs> I'm assuming I want to hear the glass break. When if the glass breaks, I will scream so loud my soul will exit my body for a moment. Yeah. And I'll have to like grab it and pull uh put it back. That's in. pretty much what it is. What? That's pretty much what this is about. This Whoa. is all about I want my soul to be saved, and that's why I don't want right. to get too excited. Because it's already your, trying to leave my body last night. Yeah. What's your guys biggest nostalgia pop moment of your life? Well, I mean, like in person or I'm gonna on keep TV? I'm gonna keep it real. I'm gonna keep it real with you, man. My my live wrestling is when Cena came back with the Dr. Dunkinomics. Mm -hmm. I literally, oh, yeah. I'm not even joking. I lost my voice. I lost my mind. I could <laughs> not. I was, I was sitting next to, I was sitting next to Heidi and I was like, you have got, when that music dropped, I said, you gotta be kidding me. Came back in the throwback. I, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I just yeah. screamed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was so, that's, it was, I felt like a kid, man. It was great. I really, I loved it. Yeah. I yeah. Think for, for me, it was, uh, I don't know if this counts as a, a nostalgia pop, but it was back when Hogan faced The Rock and they locked up and he threw him down and then did the Hulk Hogan pose. Oh, uh, that's so dope. Yeah. I was just like, that's oh, because so I was just, such a big WCW and NWO black and white fan. So to see see that like get one more run was, I, I, I loved it. I, I don't want to scare up both of my fans, but I'm not really a nostalgia guy. Like I appreciate them, but I don't have nostalgia type pops. I, I know what you're saying. <clears throat> when I was a kid, in the nineties and and and, and my I'm dad a was Oh, I, I totally am a curmudgeon. See, you don't want to admit it. I was born. Yeah, you have man. to you have <laughs> lean into your curmudgeonness. When I was I was watching wrestling in the 90s, my, my dad came to this country in the 70s. He was a big wrestling fan, and he taught me how to be it. When they brought back Bob Backlund and Nikolai Volkov, I hated, hated it back then. My dad was like, ah, Nikolai. But like, even as I got now, I go, oh, wow, Rock is back. Oh, wait, Cena's back. But never like, ah, oh, you know what I mean? I don't have. I know, I know what you mean, because yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in like movie wise nostalgia movies are they're a, they're a cash grab that just tries to prey on people's like sensibilities and stuff like that. So, but I, wrestling okay. is my only, ex yeah, only okay. exception. I, I agree with, I mean, logically, yes, what you're saying right now, but as like, I, I was at MSG when Hulk Hogan came back out of nowhere to save Shawn Michaels from Muhammad Hassan. And it was just like the, it's insane. And I lost my freaking mind. Like, and I think I kind of <laughs> knew he was coming back. I still, I still lost it. When Hogan came out, I looked down on that and I was just like, that is a man who has never said anything problematic. That has never said <laughs> anything, anything. He's never spoken ill of, of people of other races. That is a pure American oh hero. Oh my God. No, but really, but despite all that, guess what? Despite, what you gonna do, bro? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah, well, uh, No, but he was, I mean, listen, that's just a moment. That was, I was, I was eight years old all over again. I was just like, you can't I know, control I know, all, In all seriousness, I know what you're saying. It's not even... That like that that's that's why I say nostalgia always wins. I was literally watching a piece, man, and the, the scientist was like, "It's a thing. It's a mechanism in your brain from when you were this age.
age that makes you like that do you love this one thing you always love it. he like broke it down from a scientist that's how it was right? with the rock like, in 2011 uh i was getting ready oh, to go to sleep nuts. that night and i was like all right just come on get ready for this big announcement like, and this then, man. yeah and i woke <laughs> up like and i was like excited and had adrenaline for the next hour Let's, let's not, see what you're let's doing, Cody Rhodes. You see what you're doing, Stone Cold. You see what all this rap, <laughs> rampant speculation. You I see mean, what you're doing to my people on this damn show. You got us talking about stuff that ain't might that might not happen. Oh, stop and this being whole a Debbie podcast, Downer. <laughs> I am. I mean, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a Tommy, I'm Tommy Truth Teller. That's what I am. <laughs> not there, Tommy. Damn. Damn. Why, Tommy? Why? <laughs> Triple T. <laughs> Yeah, I am a Debbie Downer. I wanted to have truth. a son. Dude. I, think <laughs> I would have like, what's up? You know, I, I'm our truth. I, I would have totally bought. I mean, and until and still, if you told me that if, if it turns out that Austin doesn't come back or just like opens the show or whatever WrestleMania, I t I would totally buy that on you know February fourteenth, twenty twenty two, yesterday that that Vince or whoever was just like. Maybe if we tease Austin, we'll guilt him into coming back. Like I can, I can totally Yo. imagine that that was that plan. Why but, not? So, so rampant speculation. This is indeed talking about Austin. The Cody thing, on the other hand, we got that source. Take it to the bank. Sources, sources. And now, and now Austin's got to come back just to keep up with Cody. He's like, I can't let that <laughs> Rhodes kid steal my spotlight. Listen, man. Like, I, like I said, I, I'm down with everything. All in all seriousness, it's, it's cool to talk about it, man. It's fun. We see we're having a good time talking about it. That's how excited we are about it. So it's something I really, really would like to see just from because because, you know, WrestleMania is a spectacle. Um, it, it gives you everything. It gives you it gives you the, the, the fun spots. It gives you um, it gives you nostalgia. It gives you the Hall of Fame. It gives you um, pure wrestling. Um, you'll get a pure wrestling match. You, I, I can guarantee you'll get at least one pure wrestling match. You know what I mean? I, you know, I was like, we, we, where's the wrestling? I go, you'll you'll get it. You know, Seth Seth's going to give it to you. You know what I mean? Seth will give you Seth will give you a good. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, you know, we got it. There's a couple guys there, you know, but, <laughs> a couple dudes. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm yeah. What, what, what do you want? Oh yeah, oh Champa, 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 Champa. Um, I seen him at the um, sitting down next to the. Uh, I put I put Champa down on the rundown. I my pick for my pick for Royal Rumble winner twenty twenty two. He's here now. He's here <laughs> now, baby. Yeah, twenty twenty three right around the corner. He got <laughs> lost in beer on the way to the ring. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So give me, give, which uh, shoemaker if, for, for if if shoemaker makes which, my shenanigan pick look bad after he picked Champa to win the Royal Rumble. <laughs> that is just. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yo, shoot! Before I get you out of here, uh, Ch Champa's out. Um, um, give me your give me your expectations. Give me your, what what would what would you what would you want in a perfect world for Champa to Ch Champa to, you know, me on Raw. What would you what would your perfect Champa's? I mean, there? I think sky's the limit for him. I think that he. I think that you know, I find myself as I get older having these real like like embarrassing old man discussions about wrestlers body types and stuff the stuff that you know you're supposed to you just wave your hand at, whatever but i think honest to god i think champa was done a disservice both by himself and by the you know people up and down the power chain i think it was a disservice to him to be put next to all these other small guys because then he's sort of mentally lumped in to this small wrestler category he's a he's smaller obviously than the average in wwe but he's legit he's got that uh, what I always say about wrestlers is like, it's okay to be short. It's just not okay to be miniature. 
right? It's like mm-hmm. it's you, like there's short dudes that can kick your ass, you know, but like a 12 year old can't me. kick your ass. Well, depends on the 12 year old. But, Nicholas, uh, but like, you'd be surprised but, like, having a 12 year old. These kids, these 12 year olds are big now. They putting all them all them hormones and cows saying, and stuff. Nicholas will attack team traps with Braun Strowman. He would yeah. do it. Yeah, exactly. And he carried Braun. <laughs> he carried Braun. Oh, yeah. So ridiculous. Uh, yeah, Nicholas, and I'm pretty sure Nicholas just signed an AEW contract too. So that's great for him. But the, but the uh, but no, it's, I mean, I think that Trump has got, I think the sky's the limit, man. I mean, I think that he's, he's younger than you think. He's got more, you know, he's, he's got all the in-ring talent in the world, but he's not like tethered to this indie style that's not going to, you know, that he's not going to know what to do in a WWE ring. Uh, he looks legit, both between the beard and just the overall look, like he looks like a guy. I agree. Okay, he's gonna look small standing next to Randy Orton. You know, that's just the way things are now. Randy's but he's, but big, he's not gonna man. look. But he's not gonna be ridiculous. He's not gonna look ridiculous sitting next to Matt Riddle or whatever. Like he's like he can take on. Like he's he's really really great. And I think that it's. I don't know. I just my my like totally naive take is that he's the guy that like like Vince McMahon's gonna look at him and just be like, yeah, I get it. Like, oh, let's do something with this guy. I don't know. Maybe um, not. Maybe not. But I think, I'll be but right. I think no, seriously. Gets, but, mm-hmm. I, but I think once he gets an opportunity, I think it's just going to be, I think I think he's just made for the main roster in a weird way. No one will survive. Yeah, I'm down. Listen, I'm down with Champa. Uh, everything you said, I highlight as well. Um, I, I think when they, when they cooled on him, I, I thought it was kind of unexpected. I know injuries always mess with you, especially a very serious injury that he had. He took some time. I think I think his matches down with Gargano will go down in history as some of the greatest matches ever on any on any promotion. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they told some of the best wrestling stories you can ever tell. Uh, credit to Triple H, credit to everybody back there that actually made that happen because it's, that that to me solidified him as a legitimate superstar. I I hope he gets opportunity just to have good matches. I could see him doing a great great um story with um Damian Priest. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind that at all. You know what I mean? So I, I really I really am excited to see what Tommaso Ciampa does. I don't know what you other two gentlemen think, and even Brian, what you guys think about? Just give me your your what do you, what what are your expectations? It's gonna be Wait. good things. I got to shoe, Shoemaker's out. Run. Wait a minute, Shoemaker's out of here, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I got to run. I will listen to your. I will listen to your responses off the air. But um, thank you guys for letting me jump on and just enjoy this moment of absolute wrestling insanity with you. Um, yes, I love you. I appreciate you, you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. For- so Shoemaker did not come on and fired us, by the way. Oh, thank um, gosh. Whew. Yeah, he just came on. <laughs> to, yeah, man. Um, I don't know. Jack was pushing the limits there, though, bro. I was like, How dare you come on my show? Tell me I'm wrong. Like, no, Jack, stop. Yeah, you know, listen, this is what happened when you the, the boss, you could just hijack anybody's show. And the shoemaker doesn't, I told you, he doesn't seem like it. He doesn't even act like it. He, I'm telling you, the, he's like the best boss I've ever had. So terrified. So he, yeah, yeah, but he, but so he, he come, he hijacked the show, and you, you see, if you see me, I acquiesce to his request. He is, because you don't realize it, he is actually the boss. He just yeah. likes to do the mask man for fun, but he actually runs the show. So I was like, take all the time you need. Evan, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm a corporate hack. I told y'all. See, Evan, see, I'm about as low on the totem pole as you get. Everyone's my boss. So I just go into every conversation with that attitude. I'm telling you, I was like, listen, I was like, he can, he can stay this whole. We can make this show three hours if you want to. Yeah. I'm just, we do I, whatever you want to do, Shoemaker. You my favorite cobbler. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Champa, Champa, what you think about Champa? Because what Shoemaker said, I honestly 100% highlight everything he says. And yeah. I really want I really, I really joke. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, y'all trying to know about that because I call him the cobbler, y'all, because you know he's a, his last name is Shoemaker. You know what I mean? That's a cobbler. But anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna take y'all down the journey of my psychosis. And shout out to psychosis. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> One of the greatest of all time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
greatest masks of all time, too. Oh my boy. gosh! Like Colossus is so the WCW cool. version. His, his mask the, was like, yeah, the WCW version yeah, is like Colossus. Yes, yeah, the WCW version. His mask. I feel like they kept going. Should we add this? And he was like, yes. And like, what about add this to the mask? Like, like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> what, should we add these two? Yes, just keep yes. it. Yes to everything. Don't even ask if you have it. Throw it on the mask. Oh. Oh my God. Uh, um, yeah, Champa, yeah. Uh, quick, yeah, quick thoughts on Champa. Champa, I think I echo what you guys say with, and what Shoemaker was saying. I think he's he's not the tallest guy in the world, but I always say he has a bigger presence. Like when he walks out, I agree. You would guess he was taller than he actually is. Uh, he feels bigger. His matches are great. I would love to see him as the taking over that U.S. title role and being the workhorse guy that just puts on bangers with everybody and sort of is the bully of the U.S. title division. I think that would be nice. awesome. Obviously, everyone would love to uh, see him, you know, people who are, you know, you want to see guys go as far as possible, but I think he could have that really great U.S. title, intercontinental title run as a workhorse that really shows that great wrestling can happen on the main roster. Why not? I guess. So oh, that's all you got for Champa? That's all I got for Champa, man, I guess. Damn, I mean, damn, I, damn. I so, mean, so, the United States title division makes a sense, but I don't know what that division is anymore. I mean, I like Damian Priest. I don't understand this version of Damian Priest, so... I understand. Yeah. I think all of us are like, oh, yeah, he'd be good in that slot because, unfortunately, Damian Priest doesn't really have a presence there anymore, but I'm not sure the United States championship title division is. Is it a workhorse title? Is it just kind of like... I know, what you're, I know what you're saying. I think I think when my man Johnny Boy put made, made it legitimate, I think that's, to me, they should have just turned into that naturally. Mm -hmm. I think it should have been an open challenge title like every single time. I just, yeah. think, I just think that's really cool. I mean, literally, so every week, I think there should be a title match. Every week, mm. like I, I know people don't think that that literally is when that thing mattered the most. Mm -hmm. When John, and, when John had it, and he's just like, "Yo, and it's come on out." It's so smart to do that too, because even when you have the the matchups with people who you know aren't going to win it, and this is something the AW does pretty good, then you just give them time and you let them yes. tear the house down. And when they lose, yes. you go, "Well, actually, I should give this person, you know, like a Drew Gulak, who's an incredible wrestler. It, he has the open challenge match with whoever." And you just give them, you know, 15 minutes and tear the house down. And even if he Why loses, not, you bro? go, you know what? Drew Gulak lost, but he was really good. We should give him a chance and or something. Maybe not. I don't know. Either way, you kill 15 minutes with a great and you, match. And you keep and you keep doing you keep doing that. And um uh, <laughs> with the chat. Well, yeah, real quick saying. before you jump in that, because I know we gotta get out of here. Um, the thing about Champa is I watched him at Ring of Honor, right? And when he was there, it always felt like just one thing was missing. And that's what I'd like to believe. Interesting, like when, interesting. When he went to WWE, he had, like, he went to finishing school. Like, you saw the intensity there, but a lot of times it just oh, that's a really good way to put translate. it. Like translate. Really and good. I believe with the guy, like, you remember when he was the hottest heel in the business, when he had, like, the um, 100%. older yeah. lady, you know, um, just getting, you know, in his face. And after that, you saw that. But then he got hurt. And I believe that that time, if you would have put him in that champa with this Randy Orton, we could see his presence. We see it as fans, but I think wow. the powers that be would see it. And that's why I'm going to leave it at that. No, that's, the, yeah, you, wow, yeah, him and Orton, that that iteration of, yeah, listen, that's, man, my God. <laughs> my God.
So I listen, we'll put like this. Y'all hear us talking. We're pulling for the dude, man. That's all this is about. You know what I mean? I don't want things. I don't want the same thing happen to him that's happening to Fergalicious. Listen, we got, listen, we, 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 gonna, we gonna wrap this up, man, because Shoemaker's like, get this show out now! I'll just say this, though, um, for people, stay tuned to our social media feed where you'll get our Elimination Chamber picks. The same way we did for the Royal Rumble, we're gonna do the same thing. Yeah. So I know y'all excited, but uh, definitely follow us at It's Mac Mania and Ring of Wrestling to see all of our Elimination Chamber picks. My bad, Evan. I just hijacked your... Uh... <laughs> listen, man. You producer extraordinaire, man. Listen, this is this, the show to hijack, man. I don't care. Listen, I'm, I'm the worst person in the hijack. If this was Passenger 57, I'd be on the plane like, help, Wesley Snipes. Help. I can't do nothing with a hijacking, man. <laughs> Shout out to Passenger 57. Y'all ain't seen it. Watch it. Kick rocks. Oh, it is an honor. It is a privilege. This is something I've been waiting for. This is something I've been trying to procure for a long time. I got old J-E-double-F-J-A-double-R-E-double-T, and I thought he was going to cut me off, but he didn't. I got old double J, Jeff Jarrett in the house. A man in a white hat. I just, yeah, you can't, you can't interrupt Mary J. Blige. <laughs> listen, 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 shout out to Mary J. But listen, I was, I was going to, I was going to start this interview a different way, but I see you wearing like a defiant, like Tet Titan shirt. Like, is this, are you trying, is this a protest or is this, is this like what you thought was going to happen? This is my double J Titan salute. I mean, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. And this is an open-ended question. We're open here for discussion. We're amongst friends. Who won uh, this year when the Titans played the Rams? I'm just asking. Asking for a friend. Oh, it was a Titans. You bring the yeah, old, yeah. old <laughs> by, by default, we are better than the Super Bowl champions. <laughs> Prove me wrong, Evan Mack. Prove me wrong. I, 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 I got nothing. I got nothing. One day, one day, head to head. If it would have been a different, listen, the wrong team got in. Yeah, right. Look, in. that's why I'm wearing the shirt, Evan. I'm gonna go get my black hat, and the last outlaw is gonna come in here slinging guitars. Don't even get me started. So, no, it's a hell of a game. Yeah, even better halftime show. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know what we're here to talk about. So, uh, the floor is yours. I'm just a guest here trying to spell my name correctly. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, sir. I just wanted to just get talk to you, man. Talk to you about your your, your podcast, kind sir. Talk about what you're doing in the wrestling world. How you? What do you, What do you feel like right now in the wrestling? world you know you you grew up in the territory days you you have family that was in the territory days how do you feel about the state of wrestling right now with different promotions and things like that what's the state of wrestling in jeff jarrett's opinion right now you know evan i don't think we have long enough but i'll, I'll give you my concise answer that um 90s it's well documented well let me go back to the 80s and i'll sort of give you by the decade decade you know the, the 80s is when vince took it national and it just exploded and he had that vision and then the golden age of cable television came along mm -hmm. and we know the attitude era. And then uh, a lot of folks watched that. And candidly in the two thousands, the, the industry, I don't think really had enough talent because the territory days were over and it was only two companies in the nineties. And so you had a lot of kids that grew up, I call them, they were rock fans. They literally grew up watching the rock or stone cold, all that, mm -hmm. but, but they didn't have a, a platform, so to speak in the two thousands to, to really get out and shine. And then in 2010 rolled along, you, you can just see, sort of see the momentum going, different promotions going. Obviously at TNA, we were rocking and rolling, Ring of Honor. But then streaming hit and New Japan and AAA of Mexico and independent promotions all around the world. And you could just sort of see that there's so, I mean, I don't have to tell you guys, there's so much talent on the market right now. WWE loaded with talent. AEW loaded with talent. 
New Japan, Triple. I could just go on and on. So I think the business has never been more healthy. And I'm wow. not really just talking about financial because record-breaking profits. And Evan, we can probably have a sidebar on that WWE record-breaking profits and what the hell's going on yes, over sir, there. Yes, but AEW, huge New Japan streaming service is kicking. I mean, so not just from a financial perspective, but I really want to stress as a, my family got in the business in 1946 and, and my grandmother and my dad always said, talent is the driver of the mm. business, period. So with the plethora of talent that we have, I just see things going up. Now it's going to take different shapes and sizes. So that's a long winded answer. Uh, you asked me what time it was and I told you how to build the watch, but that's, uh, <laughs> that, that's my quick synopsis of the uh, state of the industry. If that makes sense. I, you know, Jeff, I, I love that you kind of approached the, the, from that standpoint, because my question for you is you've been with wrestling through all that. And you've been there as uh, someone who has been like the intercontinental champion guy. You've been the world champion face, the company guy, you've been the boss before. And, and now you're kind of living that life as the featured talent coming in. I want to ask you, what is that like for you individually and how it's like being in a locker room wearing those different hats, being yeah. that different kind of person and, and how you approach it differently when you go from being the champ to being the boss, to being a, a talent, you know, and, and how that works for you. You know, I, I've always said that I, I got lucky or blessed. However, I think a lot of times are the exact same word, True. you know, as a young kid uh, pulling the wrestling ring and I wasn't driving. So that means I was second fiddle. So I got there first and stayed last and sort of mm. the old rock saying, know your role. So setting up the ring, you, you, you sort of got, you're on the pecking order. If you want to call it that you, you are slotted in that pecking order. And then there's ticket takers and there's program sellers and you run the concession stand and then the marketing. And then you go all the way up to that main event. And I have said this many, many times. So you can be a red hot, uh, red hot box office attraction go let the rock and stone cold go have a match without a referee. It put things into perspective. You can't really have a match without a referee. So everybody has a place. Everybody has a role. So with that education that I was brought up on, if I'm going into the locker room and for the evening, uh, I've got to give out orders. You got to sort of have that demeanor. If you're coming in to be a talent, if you're coming in to do a one-off, you know, I just did uh, something at GCW yep. and uh, yep. it was really a cool vibe that, that, that I got to experience, you know, sold out Hammerstein Ballroom and, and this promotion has had a huge groundswell and I've watched them from afar through my fight lens. So that's a good question. It, you, but you sort of got to have some experience to know how to handle the different situations. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The power of talent. I mean, you have a career that's story decorated. King of the Mountain and all Respect that. Respect I mean, this I mean, man, Flobo. Give him I, his flowers. I'm going to give him all the flowers. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't piss me off. We had the guitar. You know, it was great. I mean, you have this new crop of talent. You mentioned these rosters are just stacked top to bottom with talent. How do you stick out? How do you make people go, what's over there? How do you build a buzz? It feels like a lot of these ways to, to do that are, are being well-worn, well-traveled. How can a new talent really show the world mm. they're, they're next up for the next generation? Take on the mantle of professional wrestling. So, man, I'll be all over the place. You kind of look at Amazon and, and how they've, believe me, my wife, uh, if you guys are married, her, said to others, the, the Amazon never stops. But at the end of the day, that company is service driven. They make the customer happy. And so in the wrestling industry, how do you resonate and make the customer want to come out and buy your t-shirts or just buy a ticket or buy a pay-per-view or candidly just watch on TV? You got to connect emotionally. Wow. There is no middle ground. I don't care if you can do 
15 moves that have never been done before. If you got all the athletic ability, um, if you have a great look, I mean, we could go down a, a whole list of folks that look great, but couldn't say nothing on a promo. It all, to me, starts and finishes with connecting. And you don't have to say a lot, but you got to connect with the audience. I mean, last night, I hate to harp this point, you know, and there's uh, that Super Bowl show. Look at the stars that are up there. They all connect so deep emotionally that, that you know, we immediately, or, or I did when I saw Eminem or, 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 or Dre, you just go right back to the first couple of times you saw them. And it's the emotional connection. It's the same thing with the, with our industry. You know, you, you just got to resonate. And sometimes you resonate like, I can't stand that guy. He Everything about him, and I love this role, I, I, I despise. That means you're connecting emotionally. You don't have to like somebody to connect emotionally. And again, if you have significant others, sometimes you want to just, ah, but that's still, <laughs> uh, <laughs> love or hate, it's still a strong emotion. It, it, but you have to connect. And Mr. Jared, who's the, who's the best in the world right now, in your opinion, sir? So that's a loaded question. It is. And, mm-hmm. and, and so you, you so to me, I think in 2022, it's like, are you going to say best in-ring performer? Mm-hmm. Are you going to say biggest box office attraction? Uh, you know, there's so many categories. So Evan, I'm going to throw it back on you and, and because there's some generalizations, but if you are going to just say, I, I don't know, I want to make sure I'm answering your give me, um, question. Give me, um, give me, give me best in-ring in your opinion. Right now, when he has the time, I'll go with, I almost called him Daniel Bryan, Brian Daniels. Wow. He's such a really good storyteller um, from a point of view that he's, he, he's, you know, we don't know. We've both worked around him. He's not the tallest guy. He's, he's, he doesn't do a gazillion things. But everything he does has meaning to it. Wow. And so the storytelling ability, he's got charisma. He's obviously got great athletic ability, but his connection with the audience. And again, we're going back to the Kane vignettes. Wow. When those clicked, it, 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 it's, it, but it's like those performers last night. You just don't all of a sudden stumble upon and say, hey, man, that white rapper up there, Eminem, man, he's cool. No, he, he's got a body of work that has resonated through the years. Same thing with, with uh, Brian Danielson. His body of work has really resonated through the years. My producer extraordinaire, Brian H. Waters, Chocolate Captain Planet, as I call him, he almost <laughs> jumped out of the seat because that's his favorite wrestler of all time. He He's trying to be very reserved because you're he's a professional and Jeff Jarrett's oh, on <laughs> and he's worried about editing. He's trying, but I'm telling you right now, he almost spontaneously combusted when you said that. <laughs> talk to me, Brian. <laughs> talk. They ain't yeah, come on, talk to me. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, everything you said was right. You know, I'm just sitting up here like, Told y'all. <laughs> oh, we can disagree. Don't put I'm, just his I'm just validating his opinion. Oh, absolutely. Right? You, he was like, he was like, mm, preach, preach. He's passing around the collection plate. Just please, just put some money in there. Listen, just, everybody's got an opinion, Brian. I, sometimes ours will be worthless, but uh, there's a list of guys. But I'm telling you, yeah. Brian Danielson, Brian Danielson, he's really good. Yeah, I'm sitting here in my own business. I'm now underneath the bus. <laughs> I didn't disagree with Brian. I didn't disagree with oh, Mr. Jerry, give me uh, then give me before I kick it to Jack. Give me um, give me box office attraction. Who's uh, as, 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 uh, as opposed to in ring? Um, you know, box office selling out, selling out. You know, so if we're gonna say uh, full time, that deletes the rock. But when when you really think about 
I mean, he opened the Super Bowl last night, the biggest box office attraction, and he still, I don't care how you talk about his movies, talk about Young Rock. Everybody says, oh, that's professional wrestler. Go look at all the other non-wrestling accounts of Twitter or, or Instagram. Professional wrestler, The Rock, or they always, anyway, so current box office attraction, man, that that would be a, uh, because it's it's a little difficult. Peacock is doing the pay-per-views mm. and AEW has four of them. So, but, um, you know, so you, you have to slide in that merchandise uh, segment of, of things. Uh, Roman's got to be up there. His, his, that, you know, slice it and dice it all you want. He moves a lot of product. So uh, Roman also has the WWE machine behind him. But still, if you want to just say single biggest box office attraction, You'd have to put Roman at top. And, you know, speaking of box office attraction, good in the ring, you'd mentioned something with Brian Danielson, if he has time in the ring. How much of it, if you are a, a wrestler in the back, how much of it, it falls on the talent and how much of it falls on what the show is looking for? And what would be your advice to a young wrestler on how to balance those two things? Because obviously everyone wants to get time. Everyone wants to do certain things, but sometimes you're given certain roles. Should talent be coming up to the boss, people like you, when you were running in a show and mm. say, do what I want to do, or should they just listen? Like, how do they balance that? Cause it's, I think it's a, a trickier situation than it may look to us on the outside. And here's buyer's market. You can look at the NFL. You can look at all the sports leagues. Um, talent has less leverage, less leverage than, than ever. And, and the reason being, the brands are what are selling. It's There's no one individual that says, oh, my God, if he's not on the show next week or next month or for the next year, what are we going to do? That Those days, you look at a Hulk Hogan, you look at a Ric Flair, you look at Stone Cold, The Rock. Th- those were, they rose above the brand during, at times during their career. Um, but it, it's, I'll, I'll throw it at you, Brian. It's like, what makes a number one hit? Is it the song or is it the singer? You, wow. you can't have a number one without both. And so uh, you, you just got, and you know, nowadays you got to have the marketing and you got to have the algorithm and everything that goes with that. Uh, but talent, um, it, that's, that is the, I think it's a real, to me as a, I'll put on my executive producer hat, the, 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 the not just the creative team, but the Vince and Tony Khan, I think one of their biggest challenges now today is you've got 42 minutes in an hour and so you've got a hundred guys on the roster. How in the world are you going to figure out who gets what time and how much? Because it does come down to that. And you know, you 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 look at the attitude era guys and and how much, you know, I've been on TV since 1986. So the cumulative effect of of television time, nothing replaces that, but you have to start somewhere. So it's a real challenge. It really, that's a good question too, that, that it's a, you know, how does the talent, because the talent has to push, but don't push so far that you become an eyesore and you're out the door because there's so much talent on the market. 1986, you look, you look, you look very youthful and exuberant, Jeff Jerry. What is, what's your skincare (laughs) regimen? What do you, what do you, what do you drink? Green juice looking, just looking youthful. Come on now. (laughs) Noxima goes a long way. (laughs) That Amazon box coming in is okay. It keeps you looking. But listen, my mom, she heard that she would pop. She's been using Noxzema since before I was born, man. She loves Noxzema. Yeah, I had to throw a little bit of old school out there. <laughs> my mom be like, that's what I use, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, we're having fun, man. <laughs>
Well, well, talking about the podcast, man, uh, My World Podcast is oh, out there now. People yeah. are getting all on board about it. What's that experience like? How's the timing of it all going through different iterations of your career, sharing stories? What's that been like? So Evan just wrote me in. He said, hey, man, I want you to come on and talk about your podcast. We're 27, 8. No, we're two hours in, and we're finally <laughs> getting to talk about My World. I'm kidding. Uh, it's a blast, man. I never dreamed it, ever uh, that um, that that it would resonate like it has. Uh, I've told stories riding up and down planes and bus rides and cars my whole career. That's when I broke in. That's how you learn from other guys. Uh, but with technology and Conrad Thompson, who I think has a, a uncanny ability of the marketing side and the storytelling side, and he never forgets. I don't want to say where he came from because he's still there. He looks at it through the lens of a fan and he asks the questions and narrates the stories and guides it to, to you know, uh, some of these instances and stories and matches are 10, 20, 30 years ago. But the research team, jar it's crazy how it works too. I'll read a recap and it'll jar memory of, oh, I can't remember half the people I meet, their first names yesterday, but I can remember I went to a Denny's here and we were wow. late for this flight and Road Dog did this and he got in an argument with the gate agent. I mean, just all the crazy stuff. It's been a blast. I'm very thankful, uh, the team that's around it and uh, things are good in my world podcast. It's, you know, uh, we were in, we were in business three months and up for that award. So best new podcast, sports podcast. So life is good in the My World podcast. And if someone want to listen to it now, how they go about doing that? Like where can they find the show? Anywhere in the world. Don't ask me to plug all this. Who do I look like? Plug Nick it. Foley? I'm just going to get a Right here. You know, it's easy. RealJeffJarrett.com has every link, every platform. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, we're there. And all my socials at Real Jeff Jarrett. And before we go, Evan will take us out again, spelling my name, but we're not ready to go yet, I don't think. <laughs> no, not, not yet. Before I get you out of here, something we do, we do Mount Rushmore's on the show every now and again. And I was like, you know, Mount Rushmore, you can only do four. Sometimes we do wrestlers, sometimes we do whatever, like food. But I wanted to know Jeff Jarrett's top Mount Rushmore of country music singing. That's what I wanted. Ooh. Dude, you didn't let me prep at all. <laughs> I, I debated. I was like, you know, I'm going to get he's, he's a well, He's a pro. Because I'm a businessman. There is no way you can't put Garth Brooks. It's just his, the, his ticket sales. Garth, I have to go with my good bud, Toby Keith. He's an Ooh. outlaw that did his own way. And, you know, take a song like. Red Solo Cup, and I don't know if you're familiar Classic. with Red Solo Cup. Red Solo Cup, I feel and you yeah, good I mean, enough. Here we go. <laughs> uh, that's a cool business story on that. But um, I'll go Toby, Garth. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You got to go with one of the uh, original outlaws. Merle, Johnny Cash. Wow. I'm going to go Merle Haggard. Look at that. So oh, wow. a deep cut. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go Merle Haggard. And then, um, man, let me think. Oh, if you're talking, yeah, because Mount Rushmore are, are people who have transcended. Yep. Uh, Dolly Parton. Wow. That's huge. Big time. In, yeah. The, the, her business acumen. People don't give, understand. She's a songwriter. She's a performer. She's known for two assets. 
But I mean, her business acumen is look, look, look at my man. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Oh, I got you. <laughs> he said, it's got the, 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 the assets that she's acquired. Right, right. Yeah, of course, of course. Her, 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 her business acumen. So she, she's without question on there. Oh, that's great. That's, that's great. So I knew I was going to get a unique answer from you because you know, you know your stuff. And I'm, I didn't expect to hear that. Shout out to Toby Keith, man. Dolly Parton making the list. My goodness. I was, Nine, two, how about five. that? Oh, good. <laughs> there you go. Well, you see, I mean, she's a movie star. Absolutely. There's, you know, her songwriting too. When you really drill down on on how accomplished she was, and you don't see that, you just don't see it very often, especially nowadays. Taylor Swift is probably going to be, if I had to really think about it, because of how she's transcended. Boy, I'm going to get some real hate over that. You may want to unplug Merle and put Taylor in there. But see, Evan, if I stick around long enough, I wear out my welcome and I screw up the entire interview. We, you go, we, it's it's over. It's <laughs> over, baby. Hold on. Hold on. Listen, but no, but no. But, uh, but before I do, before I get you out of here, though, sorry, I just want to let you know, man, you know I hold you in high regard and, and, and all, in all seriousness, your, your contributions to the business, literally um, growing up, watching you and your family and the things that you guys done, you guys are one of the reasons why I love this business. And um, I really, really thank you for taking the time, kind sir. I love it, man. I don't want to be a stranger. I've had fun. I tell my PR guys uh, when I get off this, I'm going to text them. When I have fun, we'll have fun, and we'll do this again. That's what I like to hear. Can you um, can you give the sign off the way you would? Because I don't want to steal your thunder. Because you do it better than anybody. I need this on the audio. Oh, folks! Yes. Thanks for joining us. And I'm going to sign off here, Evan Mack. If I could only wear your hat, because that's J E double M J A double R E. Double T, that's Double J, Jeff Jarrett, world's greatest singer, world's greatest entertainer, and the world's greatest wrestler. That's a classic. Guys, that, yeah, that's yeah. that's it. That's it for us, man. This was crazy. The, the rundown didn't go the way it's supposed to, but I don't care. Watch the rundown with the rock. It's a good flick. You know what I mean? If you want to run down to go properly, that'll work. Um, shout out to LA Rams for winning the uh, Super Bowl. Uh, shout out to LA Rams. Kick rocks on the year of the Tiger. It's not the year of the Tiger. It's the year of the Ram, brother. Um Flo <laughs> Jack Farmer. Flobo boys. Oh, Jack, by the way, say bye to Russell Wilson. He's almost leaving. Um, Boo. Brian Water. <laughs> I was wrong. I was wrong with my shenanigans. A super kick. My, my quarterback is leaving. <laughs> Brian H. Waters in the back. Flowboy voice. Jack Farmer. Um, David Shoemaker. Back mini podcast. Cody Rhodes. Please come back and start this. Oh.